0: Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader Spotlight. I am John Larito, your host and CEO of the Larito Group. It is our mission to help leaders tap into the unique skills that help them transform their own life, the organizations they lead, and the people that they influence. Everyone is a leader and leadership is learnable. If you'd like to learn ways to take your leadership to the next level, stick around at the end of the episode. I'll give you some easy steps to take. Or if you'd like to be a guest on Tomorrow's Leader Spotlight, I'll share with you how you can apply. All right, let's get things going. All right, tomorrow's leaders. So I got a great guest for you today, Ron Juinels. He is the author of the book, Don't Pick Up All the Dog Hairs. Love that title. And he's CEO of One Health Ohio. This is a guy that's had a lot of success building a business. I love the the passion behind it and the his why behind it. You're gonna learn about all that and how he scaled his business. So we had a great conversation about leadership and what goes into being successful and what are the traits of the most successful leaders and obviously in a, uh, in a medical field which uh, is not without its own challenges. So uh, take a listen. I think you're gonna love his stories, his perspective. And here's Ron. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leadership, leading yourself and leading others. I'm John Larito, your host, here with a great guest, Ron Dwinels, who is CEO of One Health Ohio, a phenomenal organization that uh, provides health care to individuals primarily that uh, don't have access to health insurance. Uh, he is also the author of the recently released book, Don't Pick Up All the Dog Hairs, I love that title. We're going to get into that. Ron, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, John. Thank you.
0: Yeah, appreciate you joining. And uh, I know you're, you've are you got a great, for those of you who are not uh, watching, but you're listening, Ron's got this great backdrop there uh, with a really nice stained glass that's uh, a tribute to his mom, I know. So beautiful background and uh, I'm sure a lovely lady. So Ron, I wanted to pick your brain a lot because you've got a lot to offer. I know our audience who is really interested in leadership. Um, You've had a really incredible career starting, I know, uh, almost four decades ago uh, in starting One uh, Health Ohio. Tell us a little bit about that journey and in particular what it's all about and uh, and what you do.
1: John, you've really aged me there. uh, Four decades sounds uh, like a long time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, well you uh, don't
0: look it, so you just uh, oh, the experience <laughs> thank you thanks
1: thanks um well yes my i've had a very extremely varied career if you will um i did go to medical school uh at the university of kentucky became a pediatrician practiced for a while i started a clinic way back in four decades almost four decades ago as you say and uh, the, the purpose of that clinic was to provide healthcare to the medically uninsured and underserved populations. So back in the eighties, uh, there were a lot of people just who, who could just not access healthcare. And so we started a so-called safety net clinic to so that these people would have healthcare. So I, I've done, uh, so I became a CEO, then started the clinic and, and we've grown vastly over, over the years. But over those years, uh, as a leader of my organization, uh, I made a lot of mistakes. Uh, I've failed many times at projects that I started. I've had lots of adversities, I've made a lot of mistakes, and I've had a lot of enemies. Uh, Most leaders have enemies. So I conveniently use the first letters of those words, failures, adversities, mistakes, and enemies, to use an acronym called FAME. So I, I've, uh, I've thrived on being able to recognize my failures and adversities and mistakes and enemies, because I, I, I've thought about it, I've contemplated whenever I made mistakes, and I've learned a lot from it. So that's the basis of the book that, that I wrote. Um, I did uh, lectures for medical students uh, for over 25 years at the local medical school, uh, on leadership. And, um, and over time, that particular lecture series evolved. Uh, I called it Don't Do That in my lecture series, but they were stories, they were uh, anecdotes, if you will, of my failures. And most people could relate, and most people, it, it, was, it wasn't that people didn't know. It, it, these aren't complicated uh, thought processes or complicated concepts. There are things that we've all encountered uh, and we've all failed. But I think what happens is sometimes people just don't recognize it. And, you know, because who wants to make a mistake? They just mm-hmm. kind of brush it off and just move on. But mm-hmm. I think it's important to really contemplate on on the things you and and realize, well, okay, I can do this this way next time or whatever yeah so that's kind of the basis of the of the book John. yeah so that's, uh, yeah.
0: first of all and that's a great uh point you bring up i love the acronym by the way because what it does is almost make uh it takes something that people don't want to think about or talk about and you bring uh you bubble it up to the surface and just say hey you know here's my it's almost like a mantra uh that that gives you fuel almost uh I, so i love that where i see a lot of leaders that uh almost they get a little, par- a little, or exactly paralyzed because of fear of mistakes. You got some that might be listening to this show that are are caught and stuck. Maybe even whether it's a single decision they're trying to make or it's uh, just long-term kind of pattern that they've been in. What advice do you give to somebody like that? That's not you know born from your mentality. That may recognize, yeah, I'm kind of caught that way. I, I don't take action because I fear failure or mistakes. What's your advice to somebody like that?
1: Well, I re- read the book, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, no, I, yeah, you can't make people obviously do things that they don't want to do or they don't agree with and so forth. I, As a physician, uh, one of the things I always dealt with, with, um, with obese kids, overweight kids and so forth was for them to recognize that and, and have them want to lose weight and to be healthier and so forth but i long time ago in my medical career i realized that you can't force people to do things you can offer them the thoughts and the ideas and so forth uh, but they have to take it and run with it so so that's kind of what i tried to do what i mean i can give all kinds of advice but if they're not you know if they're not going to just uh accept it then then it won't go anywhere but i think um i think the primary advice is is be aware of it. Um, you know, you know when you screwed up, you know when you failed, when you made a mistake, you know it. So instead of just brushing it off or or blocking it out of your mind, just accept it and say, okay, I can get good things out of this. I can get good things out of bad. Mm-hmm. And um and so contemplate on it. And uh, and I think your the answers will come to your mind once you start really letting. LETTING AND ACCEPTING THESE MISTAKES INTO YOUR MIND, mm-hmm. um, THAT'S mm-hmm. that's WHAT I DO, uh, AND then, THEN I TALK ABOUT IT, I TEACH IT TO PEOPLE, YOU KNOW, I SAY, HEY, AND THEN, YOU KNOW, THERE IS SOMETHING ABOUT WHAT'S THE TERM, SELF-DEPRECATION, mm-hmm. uh, YOU KNOW, THERE IS, THAT'S SOMETIMES OKAY, YOU CAN yeah. LAUGH AT YOURSELF, YOU CAN SAY, HEY, YOU KNOW, I REALLY SCREWED UP, uh, YOU KNOW, AND, uh, BUT, this mm-hmm. is what I learned from it, um, mm-hmm. and that's what I did with my medical lectures uh, over the years with leadership. And mm-hmm. said, it's okay. It's okay yeah. to make mistakes. That's that's what we do. We we humans do this. Mm-hmm. So,
0: Ron, let me ask you uh, in regards to scaling an organization. I mean, you went from one site to ten, and have grown very significantly. That's something a leader struggle with a lot. What's the what are the one or two really important things for leaders to understand? If they're going to want to build and scale a business, what do they need to do? Or what do they need to make sure they don't do? What are the things that you, you know go into that success?
1: Over the years, I, I've learned that the the, the primary um, uh, ingredient, if you will, for success is passion. Uh, I I know that's very intangible and so forth. But... BUT YOU HAVE TO BELIEVE IN WHAT YOU'RE DOING, YOU HAVE TO uh, to UNDERSTAND WHY AND HOW AND SO FORTH, um, AND THIS ALL COMES FROM PASSION. Um, I HAD A MAJOR SIGNIFICANT DESIRE TO REALLY, I, 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 I DIDN'T LIKE SEEING PATIENTS WHO HAD NOWHERE TO GO. They, THEY COULDN'T GO TO THE HOSPITALS, THEY COULDN'T GO TO THE DOCTOR'S OFFICE. THAT REALLY BOTHERED ME AS A YOUNG PHYSICIAN, and, AND I WAS VERY PASSIONATE ABOUT THAT, AND THAT'S WHY I STARTED THIS, this CLINIC, and, um, and, AND I BELIEVED IN IT SO MUCH THAT uh, IT NATURALLY GREW. OF COURSE, I HAD TO HAVE THE INFRASTRUCTURE, uh, YOU KNOW, the, THE TANGIBLE PART, BUT IN MY MIND, I ALWAYS THINK OF THINGS, or PROBLEMS OR ISSUES IN, in TWO DIFFERENT MODES one is the obviously the analytical way and i do talk about that in in the book one is the analytical aspect of it you know all the business part all the, the data all the information uh, that that prompts me to expand to another site mm-hmm. since we're on that topic But the other part the 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 fuel if you will for that fire is the passion Mm -hmm. uh without that passion you you won't ever go because the motivation isn't there the dream isn't there uh all these these you know things that you you're you're imagining wow if i put another site i can really help a lot more people Mm -hmm. um now the practical for the business people out there the practical part of of expanding is well you're you're uh expanding your market source your market base uh so your business will continue to thrive even if one fails or whatever mm-hmm. so uh so yeah it's there's a lot of things going on in your head so i don't mm-hmm. i don't know i do i don't know if i can specifically answer your question if there's one or two pieces of advice but but i do know that passion is a, is a huge thing and without it you don't go anywhere i don't think
0: yeah no doubt what's your vision with one health ohio
1: well, that's, that's a really interesting, uh, question you just, you asked because I've had this last passion. I think it's the last passion because I am getting older as, as you aptly put for decades. I think I am ready to move on, but, um, but I want to build, I have one more site. I bought a building already on the South side of Youngstown, Ohio, and it's a, it's not a, um, uh, a thriving place. There's a lot of, um, decay there and and so forth there's a lot of people that who need uh, health care but i want to put a a health complex there where we are going to address social determinants of health so th- this is a culmination of all my years doing this um, through the mistakes and so forth that i've i've, um, I've acquired over time but uh, i one of the things that we're experiencing in healthcare care is there is a huge amount of chronic disease problems going on in the country. Um, and a lot of it stems from overweightness, obesity, and so forth. Well, that tends to be, that condition tends to be the gateway to the so-called chronic diseases of diabetes, heart disease, even certain cancers uh, are related to overweightness and, and lack of activity. So those are called social determinants They're so the south side of youngstown actually uh, is what they what is termed a food desert food desert meaning that there are no uh or very little access to fresh produce in that particular area they get their food food sources from say the quick shops or the convenient shops around there mm-hmm. which has food but they tend to be they tend to be tasty of course but not good for you so THESE ARE the, the, THE HOSTESS CAKES, THE HOSTESS ho ho CAKES and, AND THE TWINKIES, YOU KNOW, uh, THE BEER, THE CHIPS, ALL THAT STUFF. OKAY, tastes GOOD BUT NOT REALLY GOOD FOR YOU. WELL, THAT'S ONE OF THE ELEMENTS TOWARDS OBESITY. You, 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 YOU SHOULDN'T BE EATING ALL THAT STUFF. THE OTHER SOCIAL DETERMINANT IS CRIME. THERE'S A HIGH CRIME RATE IN THAT PARTICULAR AREA. SO PEOPLE DON'T GO OUT EXERCISING AND, and SO FORTH. SO THESE ARE EXAMPLES OF SOCIAL DETERMINANTS. WELL, I WANT TO GO DOWN THERE AND OPEN UP THIS HEALTH CLINIC and address the social determinants. I want to put greenhouses on the property. I wanna put a walking trail uh, within the property complex. I want exercise classes that we're going to do. We're gonna do cooking classes there. So it's not just mm. gonna be a health center where doctors are gonna see patients. It's going to address these social determinants. Mm. So that's the culmination of all these years of these mistakes and so forth mm. that I made. So that's my- I love that's that. That's probably gonna be my last passion, if you will. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I love that. Well, it's not just solving or treating a problem, it's preventing it and changing yes. the lifestyle. So. I I love that
1: yes absolutely yeah
0: so your book don't pick up all the dog hairs just came out i know in the last uh week it's uh it's been available and now uh we'll in a minute talk about how people can get a hold of it Uh, i love the name where did that come from
1: well so i'll I'll be brief here uh so i have a daughter i have uh, four daughters actually and a son and the, the the fourth daughter is very athletic and so forth. And she and I climb mountains as a hobby. So we're very close. We, we've shared all kinds of you know hurts and disappointments and happiness uh, on these mountain trips. And so anyway, uh, but when she was in the sixth, going into the sixth grade, I challenged her. I said, Abby, she was a very, very good student, but always happened to make a B here or there. So I said, Abby, if you get all A's for the whole year, Daddy will get you anything you want. And she says, she kind of shrugs her shoulders and nonchalantly says, okay. So I didn't know if she really heard me. She really took me seriously or whatever. So I let it go. And over the years, she makes all A's and she's going into her last quarter of grading. And and I'm getting a little worried there. I I see her grades are all A's. And I said, Abby, it looks like you might make all A's. And she said, yeah. Yeah. That was it. So, you know, again, very nonchalantly. So anyway, she gets her final grades. uh, She makes all A's and doesn't say a word. She has a newspaper clipping of somebody selling lab puppies, lab, Labrador retriever puppies. And I look, I said, oh, so you want a dog? She says, yeah. So we go and get this dog. And it's the biggest dog in the litter. And uh, she names him Charlie. So it's it's a cute if, if you, if you haven't seen labs, you know, They are such cute little puppies, but so we, we get the puppy and bring, bring him home and she wants to keep him in the house. Well, I had dogs when I was a kid, but they were always outside dogs. And I never even thought about keeping a dog inside the house, especially something that's going to grow into a large dog. And, um, and I happen to be the, the cleaner of the house. Uh, my wife doesn't clean the girls don't clean. I'm the cleaner. So, uh, so anyway i started worrying a little bit about that and uh for those of you don't know lab labs uh, shed a lot of hair and this was a blonde um blonde lab so you could see hair on the darker carpet everywhere and that bugged me for for people who like to clean it bugs you you know so i started vacuuming and vacuuming more and more and then i found myself every weekend that's all i did was clean the house and I, you know, I, I finally, um, you know, thought this is not healthy for me. So we had a uh, we were having a dinner one, a family dinner, and I said, guys, I have an announcement to make. And I said, OK, I'm going to stop cleaning. You guys are on your own. So everybody just kind of shrugged their shoulders and said, OK, you know, nobody cared. So after that, I had more time on my hands on the weekends. So I started building things in my backyard. I really didn't know that I liked building until I started doing it. So I built a koi pond, a gazebo, a pergola. I built a garden. I built a walking path in my backyard and it was beautiful. It was like a park. And, uh, and, and, and over time, Charlie and I did become friends and I started taking care of him in in his older age. And and he did pass away uh, a couple of years ago now, but, but what i recognized was if this adversity didn't happen to me uh, i wouldn't have ever had this great backyard this beautiful backyard i wouldn't have ever discovered that i like building things uh and um and you know a, a very good thing came out of this so the point about the story in the book is leaders leaders cannot always win we we can't no matter you know and most leaders are in leadership because they've always been successful at things well sometimes you have to let go and that's the point of the story a good leader knows when to let go and and uh the other part of that is once you let go sometimes something other some other positive thing could happen that um uh that you know you weren't expecting uh like my beautiful backyard and now I use it as a place to contemplate, as a place of respite. That's where I sit and write a lot, you know. And uh, I wouldn't have had that if it wasn't for Charlie and the adversity interface. So that's the wow. that's the take home message for that yeah. story. I yeah. love yeah, I love that I story. Like the, yeah, I like the story so much. That's why the the, the book. Well, it's,
0: it certainly makes me want to read it even more. And I ser- I certainly will I look forward to it. Uh, but I, I love that point. I mean, that's a whole part of your life now that's been opened up a whole new passion that you would not have even known about or had had you been fixated on on your other, uh, you know, <laughs> compulsion, I guess, to get all the dog hair. up. Yes. So I, I love that. That's such a great point for yes. leaders. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think it's important, and I, and I practice this all the time now. It's it's one of those life lesson things, and uh, there are many times in my everyday life here as a as a uh, as a CEO of this organization, that there are issues or whatever that come to me, and I kind of know when to let it go and mm-hmm. and when to fight that battle, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and it's been extremely valuable for me in terms of being able to lead this organization mm. and lead my personal life
0: absolutely well that and that's that's absolutely uh key it's not just leading a business or an organization most importantly it's leading your own life yeah sometimes people don't uh, don't re, re, uh, forget that um yeah. so excellent so where can people get a copy of your book
1: uh it's it's wherever books are sold uh, it's on amazon uh, obviously that's probably the largest distributor but mm-hmm. um it's at Barnes and Nobles. Uh, it's even at the airports, Hudson's, uh, they have it too. Um, online, uh, uh it's everywhere. So, um, uh, yeah, I do have a website. Um, it's, it's It's really simple, but, um, mm-hmm. but, uh, there are links on that website to the various, uh, uh vendors for, for this book.
0: Great. Well, we'll make sure we put all that in the show notes. So for those of you who are listening, uh, you can go there and we'll have the links to the book as well as Ron's website. We're here with Ron Gwinnells, who's the CEO of One Health Ohio. He is also the author of the most recently published book, Don't Pick Up All the Dog Hairs, available on Amazon and local bookstores. Ron, this has been a fantastic and very interesting conversation. Thanks for joining wow. us today.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I do have one other thing. Sure. So if um, I... I, I decided that I want to give away some of these books. So if uh, the first three people that go onto my website and send me an email, I will send them a free book. Oh, excellent. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Well, you're, <laughs> so, yeah.
0: you're going to get, uh, I'm sure you'll get those three people pretty quickly as uh, they're listening. Uh, they're probably typing in there right now. So that is, again, right. that your your name is your website, Ron Dwinnell's, and and that's R-O-N-D-W-I-N dot com, correct? Yes. All correct. Right. Well, I'm sure before the uh, next few moments, you'll have those three people. So hurry up and get to his website, get those free books, everybody. Uh, Ron, thanks again for joining us. This has been terrific. Um, Thank you all for joining on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader. And of course, as always, please like, subscribe, and share this episode with your audience. And of course, always interested in your feedback and your ideas for future guests and future topics. And go down below. Don't forget to give five-star review your opinion matters. Thank you for joining us today. Have a good one. John Larito here. Thank you so much for listening to tomorrow's Leader Spotlight. If you are a successful leader or business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit our website, johnlarito.com. Go right to the podcast page and right up top, you'll see a button that says apply here. If you got something out of this interview and you'd like to share this episode on social media, I love that. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, post it on whatever social media outlet you'd like to. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media, let them know about the show and also include the hashtag, tomorrow's leader. I love seeing your posts. I love getting your guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, reviews also go a long way to help promote the show and really do mean a lot to me and our team. Want to know more? Go to our website johnlarito.com. Follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. I'm all over the place. Uh, Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Thanks.